Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement, True Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. It's home day! And we are talking about inflation again, but we're going to go down another rabbit hole. Three physical assets that you need to buy that perform well during inflation. And I know everybody's out there talking about all these things you need to do to hedge inflation. I'm going to tell you this. I'll do whatever it takes to help you guys to you know beat inflation and keep as much money in your pocket as possible. But at the end of the day, we can't beat inflation. Prices are going up. It's costing more for us to live on a daily basis. Gas is going up. Groceries are going up. Vehicles are going up. Uh, The Fed just raised the Fed funds rate today by a quarter basis point, so 0.25. Free money is gone. Easy money is gone. So that means it's going to be harder to get money or loans, which means Those will go up per interest rates, which ultimately will make it harder for you to repay those loans because they'll be a not a substantial. Let's not say that it'll be a larger amount of money you're going to have to pay on a monthly basis, including you're fighting inflation at 7.9%. Unless you're getting a raise of 10% annually to keep up with all this, I hate to break you the bad news. We're all in the same boat. We're treading water, so we've got to do something to change that. And one of the things to do that is holding physical assets. And those physical assets that I'm going to focus in on, that it's my backyard, is real estate. And yes, I hear you now. Well, Ryan, I don't have $100,000 to go out and invest in real estate. Well, there are real estate investments out there that allow you to invest at a fractional share which means you don't have to come up with $100,000. You only have to come up with $100 or $500. Some are needing more like $25,000 or $10,000. But there are some entities out there that you can actually get into. And I found a couple while doing research on this that I had no idea about. One of them is called Arrived Homes. And I'll put the links in the show notes. I have no affiliation. They're not sponsoring these ads. This is me doing research and just figuring stuff out on my own. And Arrived Homes, A-R-R-I-V-E-D, Homes, H-O-M-E-S. And they've got a a pretty cool uh, setup here. I'm on their website. Basically, you're investing in single-family residents that are rentals. They handle everything, and you come in and invest on a fractional basis. So they allow you to come in and invest, I guess, in multiple properties, it looks like, if you want to. The thing that I cannot find on their website, and maybe it's just me, is what their initial investment is or required. Um, Oh, here it is. It's 100 bucks. Sorry, I found it. So for as little as $100... You, you can browse properties. You can look at different, different single-family residents. 
they actually on their website specifically say they handle everything from soup to nut, the acquisition, putting in the tenants, making sure everything gets fixed. They're, they're basically doing everything, you know, for you to invest fractionally. And it looks like they are paying out quarterly. They are paying out quarterly. Um, so not bad. I don't know what the returns are because I didn't log in and I didn't put in an account. So I can't tell you, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just looking at their website and it's just a, it's a generic stuff. Um, does it look cool? Yes. Can you do some homework and figure out what's going on? Heck yeah. You know, they've got three houses that are on here right now. One's called the, the Malbec. It says it's 86% funded. It's in Bentonville, Arkansas. It's $137,000. There's the Pecan. It's in Bentonville also. 106000 It's 96% uh, funded. And they got the Kingsley in Columbia, South Carolina. It is 75% funded for $137,000. So, and it looks like on average, I mean, some of these have 255 investors, 122 investors, 176 investors. So you're basically in a pool with other people and bada bing, bada boom, you, you know, you get your, your return. Now, do I know what their returns are? Do I know, you know, what type of history they have? No, you're going to have to do that homework. I just want to share with you guys that there's options out there to hedge your hedge inflation, but also where you don't need a hundred thousand dollars or more to invest in it in real estate, hundred bucks. The next one I found guys is called ground floor. They've been around a while. I've, I've heard of them. Uh, they do $10, $10. Let me say it again, $10 to get started. They also pay out quarterly. They are also doing crowdfunding by property. They also are doing single family resident, uh, residence rentals. So they do the same thing. Their website is groundfloor.us. So uh, I'll link them in the show notes also. But they seem to be pretty uh, straightforward on their website. They actually give you some stats. They say $10 minimum. Actual returns to date are 10.5%. And they have total interest earned of $12.6 million. Don't know what type of uh, assets they're investing in because when I say that, I know they're single family residents. I just don't know where they're at. I should correct myself. I don't know where the asset's at. I've not logged in. And I'm looking at another website to see if I can see anything. Okay, they have some examples. Um, they have a house in Oxford, Massachusetts, saying it's a 12-month project, pro uh, projected term. Uh, it's a 10.2% rate of return. They have one in Noblesville, Indiana. It says it's got a 13% return. Looks like all their projected terms are 12 months. And then there's one in Atlanta, Georgia for 11%. Um, and they give you they give you loan to uh, ARV, um, 63%, 64%, 55%. So, I mean, it's a different view doing the same stuff. Um, another look, you can actually figure it out to see. They also have an app, which I thought was really cool. 
Um, that makes it a lot easier to track or you can spend on. It uh, makes life a lot easier. So groundfloor.us. Um, let's see. Multifamily. So I found a couple in that space. Crowd Street is the first one that I found. And they've been around a while. Um, they do multifamily. They do commercial. Um, it also it also looks like they do storage. And I I don't know enough about storage to be you know dangerous type of a thing, but they do have uh, opportunities there. Uh, let's see. So their history. Uh, As of March 1st, 2022, they have an internal rate of return. They're saying as 8.5%, sorry, 18.5%. They've returned $508 million to investors, and they've done 618 deals. So there's that. I'm looking at their website to see if they have minimums. Um, their minimums are higher. It looks like they're not going to be 10 or a hundred bucks. Looks like they're $25,000. So a little bit higher, but you're in a bit, a little bit of a uptick in uh, product, but also more costly product. You're going from a single family resident to multifamily, which looks like they don't invest in anything less than 10 or 12 doors. Uh, so that means they'd have 10 to 12 uh, apartment complex or apartments, excuse me. But I can't tell you if that's their, their true uh, calling there. And then I found another one that I know nothing about real crowd. And I'll read their description. Uh, they do require $25,000 minimum also. Uh, real Crowd is an online real estate investment platform geared towards commercial real estate investing. The platform's mission is as simple as it as simple as it's audacious. Okay, that's interesting. I look at that twice. To create a platform that puts investors in the driver's seat while at the same time giving access to the kind of commercial offerings that traditionally have been prohibitive with high buy-ins. So, so current offerings, $35,000 minimum investment, 25,000. So they have a Fort Worth medical office building where you need $25,000 to get in. Uh, Apartments, 25,000. Some villas, it says in Tennyson Park, 50,000. So it looks like 25000 is really the minimum entry fee for these guys also. So 25000 yes, I know. It's a little bit higher, but it's not 100000 It's options. You can move up to it. So it's not the end of the world. Um, there is a, another one. Uh, I, I just found this right before I started uh, doing the podcast uh, Calty Realty, they have one portfolio round going. It's multifamily. Um, I'm getting the details. They actually start at $500. They're multifamily also. 
I don't see, and again, guys, I'll link all of the websites in the show notes. It says $500 minimum, low cost entry point, diverse portfolio, direct and partner acquisitions, your returns, rental and sale income from portfolio of properties. They have, uh, they have, interesting. They actually have, uh, single family also on there. Excuse me. They do not. I was looking at the wrong place, but they, it looks like they're doing some student housing. They've got multifamily and then it looks like they are doing some other aspects in commercial. So I'm not quite sure. They don't give you a lot to go on on their website, but I will, um, link it. Yeah, not a, not enough information. Uh, it says they have over 1,200 units invested across five states and growing. So there you go. All right. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, Self-storage. We kind of already talked about that. Oh, farmland. Interesting. So with farmland, uh, it can be a long-term play. Um, acreage is shrinking across the country, uh, and global demand for food is steadily rising. So could you play on that? Um, I need to find some entities that do offerings for farmland. I did not, I was not able to find them. Um, but I will see what I can do to put in the show notes. But one of the things that I want to talk about is I'm here in Arizona and I'm on the West side we have a lot of farmland that's around us and they're developing it like it's going out of style. I mean, one day there's a farm there, the next day there's houses and it's just going crazy. And some of these farmers are selling out for a very large substantial amount per acreage or for acre. And when you've got 60, 80, hundred acres, that adds up really quick. And what would happen if, you know, if we don't have enough farmland to, you know, produce food. Could you get in with ten or fifteen thousand dollars and make a nice little profit? Especially with inflation being as high as, as it is today. Wheat and soy we have problems with because uh the largest producers are in a war right now, Russia and Ukraine. They're the largest producers in the world when it comes to wheat. So you've got some uh, challenges there. Um but the population is still growing, but we're losing farmland. So could be an option, just throwing it out there. Um, for me personally, I would have to see the farm to understand what I'm up against first before I decide that I'm going to just jump in and invest. Doesn't mean it wouldn't be worthwhile. It's just with any of the other investments that I've spoken about, those are all tangible and physical assets that you can see. The farm is just land. I mean, you basically need to see what the farmer's been producing um, for the last several years to understand what they're up against and then be able to make a decision. Do you want to invest in that? And can they turn your money? I think it'd be a little bit more of a riskier asset than the other uh, investments I've spoke about, multifamily or single family. I just think personally for myself, 
I would stick to what I know. And this is just me speaking out loud for myself is I understand single family. Doesn't mean I won't, I won't do multifamily if the deal's right and in, in the dollar and cents make, uh, make sense. I'll do it. But again, I'm not a big landlord guy. I'd rather be the bank and carry notes. And that would be the last piece. It, note investing or defaulted mortgage investing, or you could buy current or scratch and dent loans, is not a, an, it's not a investment that you're going to be able to, to come in with 500 bucks. Now, are there some... Are there some platforms out there that are talking about doing crowdfunding to start doing something similar to like like what CrowdStreet is doing um, or Ground Floor? Yes, where you could come in with five hundred bucks or ten bucks and you could group fund uh, a note. That can be done. We're thinking about that. We have our own fund. We haven't launched our fund out to the public. We only do it to friends and family, but for us. We're buying whole notes. We carry the notes, and then we were able to work with the the homeowner to keep them in the in the property. And then after a period of time, typically twelve months, we will we will sell the note, and the note is you know a nice little profit. It's it's rewarding because we get to help the family stay in their home when the original lender didn't work with them. There's twelve different exit strategies that you can use to help people that are behind on their mortgages to where they can start making payments and also bring the loan current. And being the actual lender, you get to make those decisions. You just have to work with a servicer that handles all the financial aspects and that's where the home buyer will send the payments. But it's pretty straightforward and it's hands off. I'm not a landlord, so I don't have to worry about any type of damage or upkeep on the house. No tenants, no toilets, no phone calls at 2 a.m. Send me my monthly payment and we'll call it a day and we move on. It's that simple. I mean, of course, now if they don't pay, it's just like anything else, but it's a longer period of time. That's the only downside is, you know, you have to go through a foreclosure process. But I don't have to worry about any upkeep unless the house comes back. And typically for us, we have a very good track record of where... Almost 80% of the houses that we buy don't come back to us. We sell them because we treat the people like human beings, like family, and let them know that, hey, we're family owned and operated too. So when you don't pay, you're taking you're taking food off of our table and we can't pay our bills. And that really hits home with these individuals and these families. And we're willing to work with them, but they've got to put some effort in too. So that's... Those are all the different aspects of holding and investing in physical assets, especially during inflation. So you got single family homes that are rentals that you can crowdfund, hundred bucks, ten dollars. Uh, there was some five hundred dollars in there too. Multifamily, it's a little more expensive at twenty five hundred twenty five thousand dollars. There's a couple other options that are for non accredited investors. Uh, Caltier Realty, they're $500 to get in. So that's that's a pretty uh, good way to get started. There's farmland, but it's going to cost you between ten and 15000 to get in. And there's also note investing. Depending on the size of the note, it could be twenty five dollars all the way up to $100,000. So 
So there's different ways to hedge inflation, guys, and there's options out there for you. You just have to take full advantage of it and do your homework, research, and figure out what, what's going to work for you. But don't let inflation eat your money away. Your harder money needs to stay in your pocket. All right, guys, that's it for this week. I hope you guys have a great day. Stay healthy, stay safe, have conversations. Do not cancel each other out. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have a good one.